my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is that alarms aren't just for waking. They can also be helpful when you need to transition from one thing to the next. They allow you to not think about the upcoming transition, at least until the moment when you need to. So as a sudden loud noise, alarms serve a useful function of waking people from sleep. But more broadly, what an alarm does is that it gets your attention at a specific time. That can be quite useful if you need to do something at a specific time and want your attention directed then, but only at that point. So, for instance, if you want to leave at 2.20 for a 3 o'clock appointment, you could set an alarm for 2.10 to give yourself a few minutes to wrap up what you're doing. Or maybe you need to start dinner at 5.30 to have it on the table at 6 when everyone is available. So you set that alarm for 5.30. Or you need to start an important video conference at 10.30 and you want a reminder to review your notes and get in the zone at 10.10. So you set an alarm for it. And here's the thing. You go to sleep after setting an alarm, even if you have to be up for something really important, because you believe that the alarm will reliably get your attention at the appointed time. So you are free to not focus, that is, to sleep, until that time. This is absolutely true for daytime alarms as well. When you don't have to watch the time, you can become totally absorbed in a work task that you are doing, or a book you're reading, household chores, yoga, meditation, or anything else. You are not constantly watching the time. Instead, you can rely on the alarm to let you know when it is time to do the next thing. I find this is particularly helpful if you are going to have a conversation with someone and don't want to be looking at your phone or a watch to know what time it is. If you are meeting a friend for coffee at 2.30 and you absolutely have to leave at 3.15 for a school pickup, just set an alarm for 3.12 or so, and you can give yourself freely over to the conversation until then. You won't worry about sneaking a peek or wondering if you've talked too long. You will just enjoy yourself until the alarm directs your attention to the time. 
Will other people think this is weird? Maybe. But it is nice to focus fully. And so that is a mitigating factor. And sometimes it is nice to force a break into any conversation. If your alarm goes off 45 minutes into an hour-long meeting that has been dragging, it is just possible that the person you are meeting with will, on their own, start getting to the point. That would be a welcome outcome indeed. And hey, if you're in an open plan office and extra sound is annoying to people, maybe do it as a buzz or a flashing light or something like that. It can still work as an alarm. Setting alarms can be a great way to keep yourself on schedule and stay fully engaged in one task until it's time to shift to the next one. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.